At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. A lot of fun having Wes Reynolds on uh, for the last couple of segments. Again, shout out to, to all the fine work done on the college uh, basketball betting guide. You got to be a VSIN Pro subscriber. We talk about it a lot, Amal. I mean, if you're in this space and you're listening or watching us and you're taking it seriously, I mean, we, we like to kid and have a good time, but really you do need to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber because you're going to have access to some of the best information that's out there if you're really trying to make a profit. Well, think about this, right? A lot of people turn over their money to people somewhere like, you know, Merrill, J.P. Morgan, whomever, wherever. You have somebody do it for you so you don't have to do all the labor and the legwork. You know, we spend our days doing this. You've got it. a lot of great people. You saw Wes Rounds on here breaking down the ACC and the Big Ten. Matt Eumann's among with a, a, mm-hmm. a, just among a plethora of other people that are tremendous. I want to ask you very quickly, mm-hmm. we're going to have Frank Schwab join us this hour as well to talk all things NFL. You know, college basketball is back, yeah. right? But you're getting some of these, you know, day one really in earnest last night. Is there any early betting takeaway for college basketball betters? Because I know people are going to look at it and go, big school against little school. I got to back the big school and lay the big numbers. Is there any pitfalls or maybe just some – some tutorial advice you might want to give to people before we really get into conference play. Well, I think it depends on the matchup, style of play, and tempo for teams. And the one thing that, um, you know, people get this notion in their head that they're going to play the scrubs. They're not going to play scrubs. Look, Duke used to play their guys until about the under-four media timeout because those guys want to stat pad as well and go out there and have a good time. Coaches know that. 
Um, but you get some opportunities where these teams are such a mismatch. And I would say this, don't be afraid to lay a big number. I don't recall what the line was yesterday between Baylor and Mississippi Valley State, mm. but Baylor ends up beating the brakes off of them and they covered whatever the number was by a large margin. So I think there's certain situations you can't be afraid to do it. And then also sometimes you look at the matchup and look at teams. It was funny. A friend of mine and I were going over some games yesterday, and I said, okay, you look at certain matchups, and I said, wait, Florida Gulf Coast and USC. I didn't see Florida Gulf Coast winning the game. But I said, you know, listen, this is Andy Enfeld's uh, previous school. I expect to see a concerted effort out of these guys. Similar situation between UC Davis and Cal. Proximity for UC Davis to the Cal Berkeley campus isn't that far, mm. so this is an opportunity. Even though the, they were 0-3, I mean 33 against them, I think lifetime, you figured they'd be able to compete in that game. They wow. end up winning the game by 10 outright. So I think you have to take in sometimes the matchup and what it might be, uh, the just a maybe a proximity, a former coach's school or something like that, and you get a competitive effort out of teams. It's a very interesting breakdown for early in the season. Very quickly, like, you know, I just bring up Syracuse because that's, that's the program that I've watched uh, through decades now. Jimmy B., Jim Beheim there, what he does early in the season is he's going to go to a, a, a deeper bench and then he'll shave and cut down that bench when they get into conference place, almost like guys you trust. Is there a handicapping angle there for some coaches, like you mentioned, that want to play their guys to see what they really have versus other that might expand the benches now to figure it out and then pare it down when you get to the games that quote-unquote matter more? Yeah, I, I don't think you should take the assumption that they're going to play their bench. Like Michigan yesterday had a big lead uh, against, I think, uh, IPFW, uh, Indiana-Purdue-Fort Wayne, and they end up in a situation where they and they end up squandering a big lead, and they ended up pulling away late. But I think you just got to pay attention. They're going to continue to play most guys. By the way, great job at getting Syracuse in, in the college basketball segment because there's not going to be right. much to talk about them until January. And we're going to be looking to lay the 12 with Carolina when they go down to the hill. I will always figure out a way to weave Cuse in this conversation <laughs> and or VCU, my alma mater. Uh, Kelly, you said you had some some news, and I, I'm seeing these reports about Josh Allen kind of mm -hmm. as we go here. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's a UCL injury for Josh that they're going to be examining here. I, that number – Bill's six and a half over the Vikings here. Well, I just saw the first five and a half pop in the market. Oh, so there we go. I, I mean, there are some people. I, I think there are some people out there bracing for possible more news today. I didn't mean to tease you like that, Dave. I don't have any news on Josh Allen yet. Okay, okay. that is big nothing, news. Yeah, nothing more official on Josh Allen yet. yet you know, well, we weapons down, but we do have. <laughs> I, I do have one. Raiders releasing former first round safety Jonathan Abram. Oh, so wow. continues in the in Las Vegas here. Port uh, new regime had tried to move him at the trade deadline. Tried to move him in the summer, couldn't get anything for him, releasing him today. That is significant news. Uh, former first rounder, as Kelly is alluding to, I'm sure he'll get picked up somewhere else. But I, I, I you know, I look at a guy like, say, Jalen Smith back in the day for the Cowboys. Now, remember when he was coming out of Notre Dame, he's a second round pick and he couldn't play with a knee problem. And then he looked like he turned the corner. And then when the Cowboys released him, if you remember, you know, Green Bay tried to kick the tire, and then he's out of the league. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be the case with Abrams. Sometimes a new fit will give you a new lease on life. But when you're talking about former first-round picks, normally teams, especially in the back four, are going to give you at least one more opportunity. Yeah, I would agree with you. But I'll tell you what, the drafting by the Raiders since the 2017 draft in the first round has been absolutely criminal Ooh. in terms of how bad it's been. No pun intended when I reference one of the guys, but the reality of it is they have been horrific. Gary on Conley played four years, two years with the Raiders, two years with the Texas. Colton Miller's done a nice job. Cleland Farrell, number four. I'm telling you right now, Cleland Farrell was busy doing something else. He wasn't expecting to get a call that quickly. No. Um, 
Josh Jacobs has been good. I, I was actually surprised they didn't tender him with his fifth-year option. Jonathan Abram, cut. Henry Ruggs, we know about. Damon Arnett, gone. Yep. Alex Leatherwood, cut. Ugh, that's not a good... Remember, they got a lot of those picks that you're referring to in the Cleo Mack trade that they well, made years ago. Well, with so John- three three first-rounders in 2019, as that, you're talking about Cleveland Farrell off the team. That was one of those picks. Jonathan Abram off the team for both first-round picks that year. Josh Jacobs, okay, still around. So, it, But it, it goes to show that none of those guys potentially would be on the roster next year. Though that was the haul you got. Now we have the the you know hindsight is twenty twenty for the Raiders certainly because everybody said well at the time the Bears won the trade. Then you went well you give up three number ones so the Raiders won the trade. At the end of the day, kind of feels like a wash because Khalil was not great in Chicago. No. He was good, but he was not great. And those picks clearly did not work out for the Raiders. Still so offended when that guy asked Bill Belichick the question, "How do you compare Khalil Mack to Lawrence Taylor?" And I love his response. This is Lawrence Taylor we're talking about, right? <laughs> Sometimes you can answer the question with another question. I would have stood up if I was in that press conference and said, dude, is this really your question? we got 20 minutes here, and this is the question you're asking? Yeah, it's, it is, it's surprising to see what's become of the Raiders, Cleal, Jonathan Abram. Uh, it, it's a surprising well, move to me because the back four has been so bad for the Raiders yeah. anyway. But that really goes to show that they feel like he just can't help them. Well, he really can't. And uh, by the way, though, Khalil Mack's probably a little bit stronger than Drake London thought. Stripped that ball away very nicely on Sunday. Oh, we just got a word in our ear. No, no, no. I just want to warn. Is this, is this Josh I Allen related? I warn Bills fans out there oh, no. that uh, if something Mafia. comes down, oh, no. blame Dave Ross because he might have spoken into existence. What did I just say? One book at five and a half? Yeah, can I guess? There's can I guess? five now. Oh. Five at five and a half. Uh, the, 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 the stock market is crashing. <laughs> but, like, this is what happens because we don't know about Josh Allen. This was six and a half. Right? I think we're seven. It, it opened eight and a half, nine. And oh, wow. we're already down to five. Okay, so let's just figure this out. The backup, I believe, right now in Buffalo, is it still Matt Barkley? No, it it's K- Case Keenum. Case yeah. Keenum. Case Keenum. They're all the same guy to me, by the way. Some of those oh, backups. Hey, hey, oh, easy so there, like, buddy. So Case that, Keenum took Minnesota to an NFC championship game. Matt Barkley once bought a ticket to an NFC championship <laughs> game. Are you kidding me? Right so, wait, now? so where's the number got to be for you to back? On fire, for you to back Case Keenum and the Bills against well icy, rested against icy Kirk Cousins. Um, look, I'll tell you because this, this is going to hit three if, if Josh Allen's out. Yeah, you know it's hard for me. Look, I, if this thing, Ooh. remember this oh, is a no. revenge Good game. Question, Dave. Is, is it hit three? It's going to hit no, three no, no, if no, Josh no, no, Allen no. doesn't play. It's going to hit three. This is a big revenge game for Case Keenum. Remember, he got he got pushed out of Minnesota. He took this team to an NFC Championship game. Has KCA taken him to an NFC Championship game? That's a great point. They would be a bit you of a... Come on. Like, Case Keenum's just happy to play for any NFL franchise right now. What's the number, boys? You think he's been sitting around there stewing about the Minnesota Vikings? I need a number. I'm listen, saying it's listen, three. Let me, let me tell I, you if something. If Josh Allen's out, I say this number hits three. I understand where his arrogance I is coming from. I think past that, Dave. No, no, no. I understand <laughs> that. <laughs> Under three? Yes. Oh, I think Josh Allen is worth that much to a point spread. I told you guys to stop drinking before we come on. <laughs> the, What's listen, the number going to be, Amal Shaw? I, I think it'll be about three and a half. I think it's maybe four. See, I, I would say two and a half. I that three, three difference I, is big. That's, I, big. that's big. It is a huge difference. Listen, Allen, to me, is the second best offensive player in the NFL. But I still think this team's got immense talent. This is a Super Bowl team, not just only because of Josh Allen. There is talent across the board here. McDermott is as good of a coach as there is in the league. You know what they can't do, though? And maybe yeah. Naheem Himes is going to help. They struggle still to run the ball, right? No, so, I don't disagree with you. So, so if you take Josh Allen out of there against Minnesota this weekend, Minnesota can play defense, right? Yep. So but, all of a sudden, that, that total is going to plummet, and that number is going to continue to to go to a down, downward spiral here. 
if you want to back the Bills. Now, look, we're not saying Josh Allen's out, but the numbers should tell you something is up. No, there's no question about that, but let me ask you this. And if you're Buffalo, you got to look long-term. The reality of it is you, you just got to get into the tournament. Oh, that's great. That's a bigger point. Right? I, I agree with that. So, But let me ask you this. Kelly, the line opened at 9. Is that correct? Eight and a half. It was eight and a half, nine, depending on the show. Okay, so if you... So three would be ideal. I think you have a six to seven point differential between Josh Allen and Case Keenum. Now, look, uh, Allen is at the top of the the quarterback ledger. Case Keenum, to me, would be at the top of the second uh, guy of the wrong, backup, uh, backup quarterback. Absolutely right. right yeah, right b- below Cooper Rush. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you man. almost almost got to agree with it. <laughs> I, you know, between Virginia Tech, Syracuse, and Cooper Rush. You know, it's funny. I, I When I lived in Dallas, I had an anti-Cowboy sentiment because Cowboy fans were just out of their minds. But I, I got to tell you now, I've got to cheer for whoever's playing oh, the Cowboys the rest of the season. Don't, I, they, I don't want to hear this Cooper Rush nonsense. Then, then you're just rooting against America. And on election day, you would do that. That is just so wrong, Shaw. So, again, we're, we're speculating here. But the reason, all kidding aside, the reason why we're doing this is because we're seeing the numbers drop in this Buffalo game, right? And they're not just dropping because all this money's coming in on Minnesota. This is injury-related news to Josh Allen, who I believe is being checked for a UCL. Yes, correct. I don't yeah, even correct. know what. And, and I think what you're doing right there, Dave, is a good tip, and maybe our pro tip for the hour. But it's the, I mean, a mall. There is no, there is no bet to be made right now. Do not go reading into anything unless you know something right. that somebody else doesn't know. So, I mean, where this number's at. Well, I would agree with you there, and I would say this, though. If you like the Vikings, I would take a quick shot at the money line, Ooh. and then you could come back the other way if you want there on you Buffalo, if you're not comfortable with or something to that effect. But it could be a Case Keenum revenge game, to your point. Hey, I'm just saying, don't sleep on the Buffalo in one game scenario here. Absolutely love it. Let's talk more NFL. Hold or fire up next. It is VEASAN Big Bets. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. College basketball has started, and now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it is our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, analysis on every single team. we got a team of experts, which, of course, include Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans. We had Wes Reynolds on last hour. They're going to provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdowns of all 60 coaching changes since last year. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, so sign up now for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe back alongside them all Shaw Dave Ross here on this election edition of big bets here we're imploring everybody to get out there and vote again in California you can vote on prop 27 which would help legalize sports betting uh, in the great state of California don't know if that's going to pass or not the people will be heard I have said many times on social media that when I become the next either president and or NFL commissioner as president of the United States day one no, no ties in the NFL. I would have that outlawed immediately. That's on my platform. Would you support that platform? I would not. What? You like ties? You like kissing your sister? First of all, that is the dumbest analogy. How in the do world. they get that? I have no idea. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I've never I gotten that accusation on the show today. But okay. <laughs> What's, uh, I didn't even hear See, what you said. You will not support my presidency, my candidacy as as slash commissioner president, where I say there's just no ties. We've got to have a winner if we're going to play an NFL game. That There is no prospect for a tie. What's the point sitting there dragging these guys out for a second quarter, third quarter? This is not Amal, the playoffs. do you go to a movie? And do you, when you go to a movie, do you like to see how it ends? Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not the guy to ask that question. Dude, I've walked out of five <laughs> movies in the last see, five years. See, I don't care. That's that, insanity. That, keep why? in mind, America, Dave Ross, as president, will also be uh, making the time the same in everywhere <laughs> yes. in the country. I so, will end the daylight talk. saving. There will be no my, more daylight saving time. My four time. favorite words in the English language are sunken cost and opportunity cost. 
And let me tell you right now, it's a sunken cost. Like when people go to dinner, like you should finish eating. Why? I'm full. I don't need to eat. I'm done. See you well, later. Yeah, well, Opportunity waste. cost. I'm not. What? That's, that's waste. What are you going to do with it? You're going to ship? Remember when people say they're, start, they're starting people in Africa? Nobody's shipping it all over there, You take it home. You put it in the fridge. Dude, I don't know if I'm going home immediately after dinner, okay? I might have other plans. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's another story altogether. <laughs> but all I'm saying is that it just depends. I mean, look, I'm not sitting in a movie I don't like. What's the point? I'm out. Peace. No, I already paid the money. I'm not sticking make, around. Once you make that transaction with the person up there and get the ticket, you got to stay for the full two hours. Let's bring in Frank Schwab. Frank Sorry. does a great job covering the NFL and sports betting for Yahoo Sports. You can follow him as I do at Yahoo Schwab. Frank, thanks for joining us on this just heated Tuesday edition of Big Bets. Oh, <laughs> well, I've been, been ripping everybody doing? today. He's been just he's, he's losing votes as <laughs> when he when he runs for office. Uh, we want to get your thoughts, obviously, on the NFL. We saw last night, obviously, the Ravens uh, with their big easy cover over yeah. the Saints down there in the Big Easy. And Frank, I look at the I look at the AFC now. We're going to figure out about Josh Allen and the UCL and what's going on there. Patrick Mahomes seems to be winning games literally by himself. Could you make a case now for the Ravens to say, not knowing what's going to become of the Bills here in the near future, the Ravens really could be the most, dare I say, complete team because their defense looks unbelievable with Roquan Smith now on it. Yeah, and they're getting guys healthy too. Tyus Bowser coming back. That's a big deal for them. It really is. Ojabo, the rookie out of Michigan, he's been activated. We'll see if he can have an impact too. They're getting healthier. They're getting better. I think, look, the stat I've cited a million times, you guys have heard it because you guys know this. They have led by double digits in every game. Mm -hmm. That is telling to me. I, I know some people might scoff at that, but that tells me this team has a dominant trait to them. They could get up on you. Look, they blew the three games. I get it. Uh, that's not great, uh, of course. I got a lot of Ravens futures. You know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't bite me in the end. But just going up double digits on every single team every week tells you this team could really ball. I mean, Lamar, look, I wrote this last night. We make excuses for Aaron Rodgers every week, right? Oh, he's got no help. What, what could this guy do? He's throwing to this guy and that guy. Look at the dudes who Lamar Jackson threw to yesterday. Yeah, right? Isaiah they likely. 27 points. Isaiah Likely was by far his best player, a fourth-round rookie tight end. Everybody else was – they're literally guys. I study the NFL. I cover the NFL. I watch the NFL. There's about four times last night when a guy caught a ball, and I'm like – I have no idea who that is. Uh, oh, my. Oh, that's right. Deshaun Jackson. Oh, wow. I forgot about him. I, I, there were times where I was like, who is that? I have no idea. Lamar Jackson still keeps getting it done because he's an elite player. I love the Ravens. I think the Ravens are really, really good. And, yeah, especially Josh Allen is done for a while here or done for the season. Who, who knows where we're whoa, going with this story? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't think oh, so. Oh, I don't election think so, Day. But... People are going to freak out about that type of stuff, Frank. Come on. <laughs> come, on come on, guys. When you, you know when you heard UCL, you freaked out a little oh, bit, too. I, I, you I know, be all of us know UCL. And it ain't good. So I'm not saying he will be, but I'm just saying if, if that affects the Bills at all, hey, I, I trust the Ravens as much as I do the Chiefs. Yeah, that's a fair point you make there. Um, I want to go to a game that I find really tough to be able to kind of gauge, and I think people will be betting this one, Frank. It's the early start in Munich between the Seahawks and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Seahawks are catching two and a half here. And I think at some point in time, this team needs a ton of credit. You know, yesterday I said Sam Ellinger was responsible for getting Tom Herman fired and for getting <laughs> Frank Reich fired. I think P.J. Walker is responsible for getting Pete Carroll an extension and for getting Mel Tucker more money than he deserves. Doesn't, don't you have to buy into this team at this point in time? Geno Smith's done a terrific job, 15-4 TD to interception ratio, 73% completion. And Tampa was fortunate enough to win that game. Are, are you jumping on Tampa here? Stay away, or you like Seattle here? Oh, 
Love Seattle here. I mean, look, if we remove all of our biases, if we remove what we thought of these teams in the preseason, you just watch these teams through nine weeks of the season. There's absolutely positively no question the Seahawks are better. Miles better. I, the Buccaneers have a good defense. They, they do. But even that has been up and down. I mean, Carolina got up on them a little bit defensively. Pittsburgh could move the ball on them. They look good against the Rams, but the Rams are broken. The Seahawks are just good. I don't know how they did it. I really don't. I can't sit here and tell you this is what. No, I don't get it either. I don't get how Geno Smith is great. I don't get how every single one of their rookie picks hit and their defense is really, really good. But here we are. The Seahawks are a very good football team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not. I can't believe this line. I really can't. Like This line is basically because we thought about these teams. The teams are going to be X, Y, and Z in August. We haven't really paid attention and, and adjusted the spreads yet because there is no way you can watch these two teams and tell me the Buccaneers should be favored on a neutral field. Maybe they're they're putting in the, the Seattle's got a longer trip. I, I don't even know, but <laughs> no, no chance I'll be on the Buccaneers in this game. They're not the better team in this game. Look, you got to fly seven hours. You got to fly ten hours. At that point, it's the same. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's bad either way. Yeah. It's still first class either way. But I'm right there with you guys. And, and Amal knows this, Frank. I've been beating the drum here for Seattle. I, I it's they're not fraudulent. Mm-hmm. They're 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 a legit. Nope. Good football team, but you're right about our preconceived notions of who we thought these teams would be. I, I want to ask you about another line that is perplexing to me. The fighting fish here, we're laying four against the Brownies. It's ticked down. I'm seeing three and a half now here. Are, are, mm. Is the betting public not all in on Tua yet? Why not? I, I don't get it. I don't get why. You know, we talk. I, I do a lot of you know radio shows. I come on with you guys, whatever. You guys are a little sharper than most of the radio shows I do, but nobody ever mentions the Dolphins as contenders. And I always bring up, look, this team is six and zero in games Tua has started and finished. We're banging on them because they lost games with Skylar Thompson. Why? <laughs> what, what does that matter? This team with Tua, who has had an exceptional year. I mean, his seventeen game pace is about forty eight hundred touch or forty eight hundred yards, thirty seven touchdowns. He's had an exceptional year throwing to these guys. I think Mike McDaniel is a really good coach. Why are we putting the Miami Dolphins in with the Ravens and maybe the Chiefs even? They beat the Bills already. This is a good football team. I I think the Browns aren't very good. I, I know they they've had a little bit of extra rest that helps, but. They're just not good on offense or defense even, really. So, yeah, th- this line confuses me. I think Miami's good. I-, I think for some reason, and I can't understand why, we have downgraded them because they lost three games with their backup quarterbacks. When they were they were competitive in all three of those games even, I'm all aboard this Miami thing. I think that they're a very good football team. I, I would agree with you completely. You bring up a good point. You look at uh, uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. These guys are both in the top ten in receiving yards. Doesn't seem like anybody's able to slow them down. Look, I know the Bears' defense is bad, Frank, but I, to your point, two and company were just absolutely dynamic moving the ball against them last week. It's still an NFL defense. Absolutely. And I mean, not just top 10, Tyreek Hill's on pace for 2,000 yards. Wow. I mean, this is, this is an exceptional offense right now. They're really doing it. I think Mike McDaniel's really good. They got pieces, too. They they got a running game now. They got two good running backs and Mostert and Wilson. They're just good. Now, their defense is suspect. Their secondary hasn't played that great. But I don't think the Browns could take advantage of that. You're going to right. percent now. <laughs> No, nah, exactly I, right. Give me the Dolphins. I, sometimes it's just it's too like it's almost too obvious. You feel like, what am I missing here? That's why I feel with this line. What am I missing? Why are the Dolphins seven point favorite here? Yeah, don't overthink it. Sometimes uh, we got about uh, forty five seconds to go, Frank. It of course is election day across the country, so we'd be remiss to not bring up America's team here, Lane Five at Green Bay. <laughs> what do you make of the Cowboys on the road? 
I mean, it's 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 inflated a little bit. We know that because the Packers are struggling so much. The Packers have been on the road three straight weeks. That's a hard deal. Maybe coming home helps them a little bit, but this team is broken. And before, I, I don't know. I don't really have a play yet, but can I just have one rant in my last 20 seconds? Can we stop showing Aaron Rodgers gesticulating every <laughs> single time they're making a big pass? Like, dude, it's it, it, we get it. Like, you don't have great receivers, but we don't need – maybe Aaron needs some of the blame, just a little bit of blame. I think so. Stop the cutaways of Aaron Rodgers. Frank, Frank, we enjoy it each and every week, man. Appreciate your time. He was upset because the Bucs aren't going 82-0 now. Hold her fire next. Come on back. It's Beast and Big Bets. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on all the action this season with a Hulu Plus live TV football extravaganza. Compete free for a share of 55000 in two ways. Predict what's going to happen in three college football pools. Then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play for free. Hulu Plus live TV. It's like cable, just a little bit better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all of the details. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. I love to do this exercise on Monday and Tuesdays. It's when we burn the studio down with a little hold or fire. NFL edition here on a Tuesday. We just had a great conversation with Frank Schwab. I hope you guys are listening a lot. We mentioned the Dolphins against the Browns in Miami. And right now this number is four. I've actually seen some three and a half out. Wow. If you like Miami laying the wood at home, would you hold or fire on the four on a Tuesday? If I like Miami, I would fire. You mentioned it's come down a little bit. That's something to pay attention to here. Uh, Wyatt Teller questionable here for the Browns in this matchup. Uh, Njoku as well. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, yeah. yeah that's Wyatt Teller and Denzel Ward both back at practice yesterday, Maul, so I think that's a little to do with this here. Yeah, uh, this is interesting. That's a fair point. I, I tell you, it's going to be a great matchup. If you're not betting this game, though, it's going to be a good matchup to watch with Ward going up against Hill and Waddle in this game. Should be interesting. I don't, you know, I just want to get your guys' take on this. What do you guys make of the Browns? I, I, look, I think Miami's probably the play here. I didn't play this game, and I, I probably may not end up on this one. But to me, there's something about the Browns. I still like their talent. Well, mm-hmm. I was all over them last week against the Bengals uh, in that primetime matchup, and that was never in doubt. But – they, they are a defense-first team, right? They don't want Jacoby Brissett. And, again, we just talked about it with Frank Schwab. I don't know that the back four of the Dolphins, which is weak, if they're the team to actually utilize that. Because we know what the Browns want to do. They're going to run the football. So if they can run the football and shorten this game, and that's why if you like the Brown, Brownies, it might be a correlated play to the under. Because, really, Miami wants to get – it's amazing to say they want to get in track meets. They want to go up and down. They want to get the guys on the edge in the waddle and, and – uh, of course, to the Cheetah. So if you think Cleveland can slow them down in the pass game, but Denzel Ward, that's a big injury that to, to monitor there, then I think you would like the Browns in the under. If not, man, I could see a, a, a scenario where the, the Dolphins run roughshod and keep rolling with Tua. Yeah, this is I, – I mean, I kind of look at them similarly to Tennessee, right? I mean, if they can run the ball, yeah. you're, you're going to be a tough team to kind of slow down. They'll be able to control the game, but – Kind of, Dave, as you're hitting at here with the – I think Denzel Ward, that's a that's a big one for this week, right? Because if the Dolphins pull ahead early, 
How are you catching up? I, I don't think Jacoby Brissett's able to catch up uh, to a, you know make up a 17-point deficit or whatever with the you know wide receiver talent he has on that yeah, team. I would agree with you, but I would look at the game plan we saw employed by the Tennessee Titans. And by the way, Nick Chubb, you know, I talk about Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, you could talk when Jonathan Taylor's healthy. A couple other guys you can put in the mix. But to me, Nick Chubb is as good as any running back in the NFL. This is the guy, I think it's like by two, three yards, he missed 1,000 yards in his rookie year. He has been a hallmark of consistency, and he is tough as the game transpires to bring down. I totally agree on all those points. And I would also say, too, when you go back to the Bengals-Browns game in primetime last week, no Jamar Chase, so when you didn't have Denzel Ward, they still didn't have their best gun out there, and they were able to match up. Can they do that against the Dolphins wide receivers without Denzel Ward? That's going to be a much more difficult yeah, task. I should have held on this, but I did fire on the openers. What I did is a little uh, Dolphins-Cowboys uh, money line parlay. I know Dave Ross likes that one. So. Boom! Well, you didn't, you didn't ask my opinion. <laughs> uh, we mentioned a little bit of uh, the turmoil right now in Indianapolis. and We had Wes Reynolds on in hour number one. Wes was breaking it down. Maybe Chris Ballard is not long as the GM next year. Yeah. Uh, we're going to find out about Je- Jeff Saturday on a Sunday. His first uh, head coaching gig here is going to be out in the desert against the Raiders. Playing six. I'm all, I'll tell you this. The only, and I have played the Raiders already in, in a bunch of teases to get this down to an Al Davis just win baby type scenario. I don't trust the Raiders. I get it. But there's no way you can get me to back the Colts on a short week where we just figured out who the play caller is going to be a 30-year-old guy who's never called plays before, and then go out and beat another NFL team five days later. Well, okay, I get your point. But how about the fact that you have an un- unknown factor? Maybe he's more well, effective that, and, and better than we anticipate being. We've seen what the Raiders are. Yeah, we are you, know are, what are, they are. Are you looking to go – you've got a coaching vacancy. Are you looking to hire Josh Daniels McDaniels as your first coach? Well, I would not be. Okay. That would not be my first choice. Here's the other thing. The Raiders now are in a position where they're not going to make the postseason. I thought that game was catastrophic, right? They would have been 3-5. Yes. and five. You still had a shot. Now 2-6 and six becomes a very difficult climb. You still have to play the Chiefs again. You've got to play the Chargers. Uh, the Broncos are starting to come on. The one thing I would point to and why I'm opposite of you in this one, Dave, I like the Colts in the six here. Large number. I get it. Ellinger hasn't played well. But they're going to play a far inferior defense than they saw up in Foxborough. And the Colts' defense is not bad. I think they're good enough to be able to keep this thing within a number here of six. I think the, the goal is you've got to – kind of elongate your position, uh, possessions if you can, if you're the Colts, and keep the Raiders' offense off the field. And then put pressure on Carr. i got to tell you, I know every car, quarterback's numbers are worse when they're facing pressure, but nobody is worse and gets happier feet than Derek Carr. And by the way, you know when that uh, uh, running back screen comes into play? That guy throws that ball into the ground <laughs> so fast, it's like, oh, oh I, I didn't see it. It plays over. He's mastered the art of that. Well, well I, would, I would say if, you, if you're looking at Colts, maybe hold a bit because yeah. this is South Point. Yeah. But if you want to bet the Raiders and you're here in Las Vegas, come on down to the old South Point because you got the only six left and down. Six and a half everywhere else. Well, that number keeps going up. I would agree with you. And I would hold on it. And I think part of the situation is we don't know what to expect out of the Colts in this one. Look, they're calling plays. They're not redesigning plays here. Right. And so to me, you know, you see teams sometimes to make a change in signal callers and it improves. I don't understand the indictment. If you're sitting there saying you like the Raiders because you think the Colts are so inept offensively, I got no qualms with that. But to me, the coaching situation really doesn't make that much of a difference. I would say this, and again, this I, I'm playing the Raiders on teases. Yeah. I, I've teased this down to zero just to, to make it an Al Davis game. But to the point about the coaching, we saw the locker room lost in Indianapolis once the, the Matty Ice decision happened, right? And now, with change everywhere, I think this would be beneficial to the Colts because you're going to go in there with Jeff Saturday and say, hey, guys, look, what's, what's past this prologue? And we're going to start a new today. 
And those guys now know we're fighting for jobs. Wes laid it out in the last hour. This is now a scenario of who's going to be here next year. So you're going to start putting that on tape. The Raiders might be going through what the Colts just went through. And if this team collapses on Sunday and they lose somehow to the Colts, and I'm betting that they won't lose, they might not cover the number, but I, I don't think they can, they'll lose this football game. But if they do, then you might see an exact same scenario happen in, in uh, Las Vegas here next week. I, I would agree with you. And think about the 14 points that the Colts defense gave up. One was a pick six late in the game. Yep. And the other one was on a block punt where the Patriots started to drive inside the 10-yard line. So it wasn't like the Colts defense played bad. They basically limited this team to yep. four field goals. I just think that the Colts have a better defense than they're getting credit for. Yeah, it could be one team that's now playing for something in the yeah. Colts, ironically, in a team right now that might be looking uh, for, you know, one, two, three, Cancun. Now, Ma, I do have Colts division tickets. I would, uh, you know, I'd sell to you for a reasonable price. You know? <laughs> I was born at night. I wasn't born last night. <laughs> Let's get to America's team on this election Tuesday. The Cowboys going to Green Bay to take on the pack. I saw Fox, and they were uh, promoting this thing as a, a renewed rivalry. And I went, what, from the Ice Bowl in 1967? Like, really? I mean, I know you got to sell. Dave, it was a catch. We're going back to Dez? Is that where the rivalry is? I mean, I guess. That's I really guess. That's I think you can come up with. I don't really look at this as a rivalry as a, as a Cowboy backer. But you're going to lay five in the road. Look, I don't like this number as a Cowboy fan uh, on the road. Again, this feels like a teasable spot. You can five uh, five-point teasers out there and actually get better numbers. I might be more in line to do something like that. It does feel trappy to me for the Cowboys. But then again, like we talked about with Frank Schwab, the Packers feel like a mess. They, an, they abs- an absolute mess. And if their defense can't stop the Cowboys' run game, which sets up their pass game, they're going to be in a lot of trouble again in Lambeau Field. Dave, as Steph points out, the Mike McCarthy revenge game. Yes, Stephanie. There you go. This is big. I mean, look, all kidding aside, I think Mike's done a good job this year. I really do. And okay. I know people, he's a punching bag, and go ahead, Twitter, do what you do. But I watch his team as closely as anybody, and I think he's done a really good job with his coaching staff this year. To me, it's only one way I would go. Either I would fire on Dallas or I would hold off on Green Bay. Um, I don't know which way the line goes in this one, but the reason I say that is if you watch that Lions game like I did, holy cow. I mean, he had Bakhtiari wide open when he was t- when he was eligible, underthrew the ball, had a couple of errant throws. You know, the other thing is I have to tell you, and I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan because I think he's been a tremendous quarterback, but his disposition – does not exactly curry favor with his teammates, right? Like every play that's errant, it's always somebody, it feels like it's always somebody else's fault. It's never on 12. I'm with you. I've said this for years about Rodgers. The talent is undeniable, two-time reigning defending MVP. I get all of that. It's just that guy, for whatever reason, in a a game that's led by men, I know it sounds cliche-ish, sometimes I go, I don't want to follow this guy. And, want, I don't, well, and I think to that point, all, how about uh, bravo to Ronnie Stanley last night. Oh, that, that was awesome. I loved it. Lamar <laughs> when it looked like he was about to lose it. And, I mean, look, you're still in a position where that game could have spiraled out of control. Yes. If, you're, if your quarterback goes crazy like that and nobody veteran can, Ronnie Stanley in his face saying, calm down, buddy, calm why down. Do you think there's Jeff, nobody in Green Bay that can do that. Why do you there's think, nobody in Green Bay. Why do you think uh, Jeff Saturday was brought in? Because remember, he's the one who stood up to Peyton. That's so. exactly right. You, sometimes you need an adult in the room. And last night, Ronnie Staley, uh, Staley was that adult for the Ravens. All right, we're going to come back, put a bow on this edition of Big Bets, maybe run through a little bit more in the NFL as well. Come on back. The Tuesday edition continues here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All sports are in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance bet, Friday night college football bet, plus get Sunday football parlay insurance and more. Head to BetRivers.com. Download the Bet Rivers app today. It is a whole new ball game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross, wrapping up this edition of Big Bets here on Beeson. We want to give you our pro tip. For our number two, look, 
the last hour, we had Frank Schwab on from Yahoo Sports, and we've been talking a lot about this Bills-Vikings game, watching these numbers move. Look, we're not doctors. We're, this is not Hawkeye and Pierce up here from Dave, MASH. Dave, i got to tell you right now, nobody's ever questioned me if I've told them I was a doctor. So we don't know exactly what's going on, but this number is plummeting like the stock market right now. Which is high, what, Kelly? We said that the Bills and Vikings game opened at eight and a half? Eight and a half, nine places. Now we're seeing five? Five five and a half. There's one six out there. Okay, so maybe a little Braveheart here. Hold! Before you fire on a number because you don't know the injury status of one Josh Allen. And that is a significant piece of information. Well, well, hold on a second. I want to ask you guys both this. Do you believe right now he's going to play or no? No. I don't know. I really don't know. But wait, if you had, when we see the number drop, would you guys be more surprised if he played or didn't play at this junk? At this junk. This is another thing we were talking about during the break. I think that this is. I think it's a little different when we see blind movement like this now as opposed to ten years ago. It, there's so much more betting around the country yes. that I think people think he's not going to play. Correct. So I would a agree to that. A lot of there. money coming in on the Viking side around the country, and that's moving the numbers. And I don't, I don't, I'm not ready to make that make that judgment yet. Could you imagine if it did get down to the number we were talking about, maybe three, and then Daniel Larusso is going to fight? I mean, you'd be stunned if he comes running out of the tunnel at Orchard Park. But on that's Sunday. where, like, in this dead number area, I don't care, Dave. Right? He's, if yeah, if exactly. I hear the news of he's out and I can get on Vikings plus three and a half still, I can run to that. Then I'm in. I, I, I would rather be no about the Josh Allen news for sure and get three and a half with the Vikings than mess around with it right now. So a friend of mine texted me last night, asked me about. It. He goes, he's not a, he doesn't follow the NFL, but he, he kind of pays a little bit of attention in terms of what injuries are going on in sports, and he goes. Hey, should I play the Vikings money line? I said it's worth a shot. Yeah. And then if you don't like the scenario come Sunday, maybe you go a different angle or you go a different way there and potentially get off the play if you don't like it. But I would look at Minnesota from my perspective right now. And Kelly brought up a great point. We're at five and a half, you said? Yeah. So you're in a dead number spot. And to me, unless we have confirmation Allen is playing, the number's going to trend downward. Maybe you take a shot with either – if you want to take the Vikings at five and a half, fine. But what about the money line at $2 and then see where this number goes and go from there? Uh, look, and I think look, the Vikings were in play before the Josh Allen news, right? I mean, this is, what, a, a one-loss football team on the road. I see KC8 out there dancing. With, I hear you. I got my hat over in the prop right? right so, here. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it wasn't like even with Josh Allen, who just lost to the Jets with Josh Allen, that this was a layup for the Bills. Try not to embarrass yourself as Mr. Cringeworthy Adam Schefter did yesterday. Yeah, how about that? Oh, Oof. my God, that, that was, was horrific. That was a tough one. That was a certified tear to the optical nerve. Yeah, like, look. Nobody wants to see that. Like Adam said, what do you actually have for us? One note card out of the back. Sixty-seven uh, percent of the bets are on the Ravens tonight. That that's it. That's all I got. With that's no shirt got. on, dude. I, I was embarrassed for the guy. It was it was a tough look. Uh, that that by the way, again, getting back to the Bills here and the Vikings. The pro tip for hour number two: just wait, just hold, because look, we're we're speculating at this point. You don't want to do that with your money because we do not know right now the situation of Josh Allen. Even though it is dropping right now, you can read into that, but. Just be careful because we don't know what the status is going to be come Sunday. So you might want to hold off on that until we know for sure the status of one Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah just to kind of uh, go in a little bit more on this money line situation, though, here's the thing. Let's say you take the Vikings at $2 and Josh Allen is playing. And then all of a sudden the number goes up, fine. But Minnesota jumps out early. You can come back with a potential minus yes. 120, 131, 40 on Buffalo, maybe up even money play and come back with the Bills. So I think the one thing that I would advise to people if you're not as well-versed on the end game, get a, get a, uh, get just well-versed on this because there's so many plays you can get off of, Dave. Yeah. 
that's what people don't understand. There are like about 98% of games, you're going to have an opportunity to get off it. You know, we talked about the Raiders game. Look, if you were betting that Raiders game Sunday at halftime, the Raiders were up 10. They were minus two and a half, second half, or it might have been three and a half. I don't remember the exact number. But you were in a scenario where you could have middled that game for yep. a pretty decent margin. And so you're not going to really lose in certain spots. So you have options and ability to maybe get off what you would deem to be not a good player or a great play in a situation. I'm with it again. It gets back to what you always talk about. And I think we should have t shirts made with your face on them to say lock in profit because you're, you're giving the people a way to potentially lock in profit so that. Yeah, maybe you don't win the, the, the initial big bet that you had out there, but you're not going to lose money, and you never go broke taking a profit. You're absolutely right. I appreciate you saying that, but the objective is when you create a T-shirt is to sell some. And so if you put my face on it, you're not probably selling too many. <laughs> that is the pro tip for our number two. Again, they're accessible here on the network as a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can sort them out by show and or by sport when you go to VEASAN.com. Very quickly, I know there's a play in the NHL that you like that you want to give out tonight. Uh, Golden yep. Knights going on the road, going north of the border. Have your passports ready as you go to Toronto. Right now, the Leafs laying a, a small number here, dollar fifteen here. Uh, Knights in the comeback, minus a dollar five. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Logan Thompson has been terrific so far. Two point oh one goals against VGK has gotten off to a fast start. They've won seven in a row. Remember, you got Alec Calgren in net tonight, so this might be an opportunity here. Now the price has come down. The overnight was a much better number. Mm-hmm. We see the number going in favor of the Knights right now, at minus one hundred five. I would look for the plus price if you can get it here. Not bad, up to minus one hundred five here, one ten at the max. You can but- find even money. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. And if you can get that, I think it's it's a pretty good play here. This team has been tough. And one other thing I'll give you real quick. Vegas scores in the first five minutes of games at an alarming rate. So Ooh. if you have a prop bet in terms of the early part of the game, first like 10 that. minutes, the first 10 minutes is probably minus 130 to get a goal in this game. I would take a look at that one because I know that's a play that's available here in Las Vegas. Hopefully it's available in your market wherever you may be. Uh, bigger picture very yep. quickly. Uh, I know that's our home team now, uh, certainly with the Golden Knights. What do you make of them big picture? Are they a real player right now in the West? I, I think so when you look at it. I, this team is far better than I anticipated. I didn't know if this team was going to be a playoff team, but Logan Schmidt has really come on in terms of what he's been able to do in goal so far for this team. Excuse me, Logan Thompson. Uh, uh, but to me, uh, you still out West. You, you still have that big, bad team in yeah. Denver staring you down. Regardless of where they sit in terms of the standings right now, I think the Avalanche are going to be the team that you've got to be able to get through in the West to be able to go to where you want to go. Uh, they're the, still the favorite there, plus 230. Yeah. The Golden Knights right now, four, plus 450, if you think they can get to the, the final for the Stanley Cup. I want to get back to uh, the NFL here very quickly, a game we haven't touched upon yet. It's a game gonna, that's going to kick off week – is it week nine already in the NFL? Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez, it just flies by. I say it every week. It's like, boom, you bat your eye, week nine. Dirty Birds going to the Panthers. Now, they, they played a wild game just a couple weeks ago, and uh, – P.J. Walker looked like an NFL quarterback and big arm. He, you know, they're down six, and they, they get the Hail Mary. You never see it work. It worked, and then they miss the extra point, and then they lose in overtime, and now the Panthers are getting three at home. Steve Wilkes looks like he's done a, 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 at least a decent job. I know they got blown out last week of looking competitive in some games uh, so far since taking over from Matt Rule. What do you make of this one here with the ATL trying to keep their – I guess prospects of winning this division, dare I say, in the NFC South. Missed an opportunity on Sunday against the um, against the Chargers. I thought they played yeah. well for the first half, and then they allowed the Chargers back in that game. And then Eckler with a fumble in a crucial time, and the lineman just drops the ball. How about that? Uh, oh, that was so – They had, with you go from potentially winning the game to then losing it within literally a lineman just dropping the football. Yeah, exactly right. That's the one area you have a concern. Mariota is, uh, you know, six picks on the year, not great, but um, – 
I, I still like Mariota. The offensive line has been shoddy for them. That's where the, the where the problem comes in for me a little bit when I look at this Carolina team. I'm sorry, with the Atlanta team. Um, I, I favor Atlanta here, um, but can you really confidently lay three points on the road with Atlanta? That's the one question I would ask. I have played some some Falcons minus three already out there. It's more of a play against the Panthers, mm-hmm. again, because I just think right now – they're going to really be in play for the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. And I'm not saying that they're tanking, right? I don't want to, people start freaking out about that. But, I mean, look, I think already Baker Mayfield's playing himself out of the league. I mean, forget about playing for a job. He might be playing himself out of the league. Or if he can just accept being a backup, P.J. Walker is not the answer. They need a quarterback in Carolina. They still have pieces on defense that could kind of get your attention. I don't know if the Falcons are a similar thing because I think Arthur Smith's done a really good job with Marcus Mariota and too. making them a run-first team, right? And they're, they're figuring out a way to be productive. I don't know that I can say that for Carolina. I have no idea what their identity is. I know what the Falcons is. It's to play a semblance of defense. They're not a great defensive football team, but it's really to run the ball first, don't turn it over, and that game plan should be good enough to have us right there in the fourth quarter of just about every game. Yeah, outside of the uh, game against the Buccaneers where they had a couple of long plays and then against Atlanta, um, this team has really struggled on offense when you look at it. They've lost five out of six games, uh, but a revenge game. Remember this game was played a couple of weeks ago on the 30th of uh, October, and we saw Atlanta escape with that win there. Best game of the weekend, yeah. Yeah, it was a good wild, one. What a wild yeah. ride that was. Exactly. Uh, buckle up, because Jeff Parles has already been in studio, just already just kind of kicking up st- like st- a storm Causing here. problems. Yeah, usual. it's what Jeff Parles does. He and Matt Brown next coming up on the final countdown. Get out there and vote, America. You got to do your civic duty. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Big Bets. I'm Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.